Philosophical Farmer I met Philip Hughes at Roma Airport, 470 kilometres inland from Brisbane. It occurred to me as I disembarked from a plane full of miners, including several women, that I hadn't told Philip what I looked like, nor had I thought to ask him the same question. I needn't have worried. Philip's blue shirt, dusty boots and battered akubra instantly identified him no doubt as instantly as my idea of city clothes suitable for the bush must have identified me. It was generous of Philip to drive 90 kilometres to pick me up, even more generous of him and his wife Adele to invite me to stay for two days of interviews. But if he was anxious at the prospect of a writer delving into their lives, he didn't show it. He seemed open and friendly, a loose-limbed, gently-spoken giant of a man, who found the prospect of being interviewed faintly amusing. I, on the other hand, was a bag of nerves. This was the first of eight visits I was planning to make to farming families across Australia, and my cupboard was bare when it came to knowledge about cattle. Even preparing basic questions had been beyond me. I had an empty tape recorder and two days of interviews ahead of me. We were driving east, towards Dulacadans, an 8,000-acre property where Philip and Adele had lived for the past ten years. I guessed Philip was probably in his late fifties, and it struck me as unusual that he and Adele had only lived at Dulacca for such a relatively short time. This was my first wrong assumption, that people living on the land don't move around much. Gentle drops of rain hit the windscreen as we drove out of Roma past sprawling camps of flimsy dongers and white cabins that had been thrown up to accommodate the thousands of largely single men and women working in the coal seam gas industry. It was the modern equivalent of a gold rush. Roma was uh, one of the first places they found oil originally, way back around the turn of the last century, Philip said, resting his huge forearms on the steering wheel as he scanned the ranks of white dongers that marched across the landscape. I assumed he must have been worried about the impact of mining on the grazing country we were driving through, but his concerns went deeper than that. When you have a big bucket of money and you fly in, do your thing, then leave again, that has an impact on families. I think that's when we lose sight of what community means. In functioning communities, it's not about everybody getting on, it's about accepting that there are differences and that you're all in it together. I learnt on the drive east that Philip had lived and worked in enough diverse communities to know what he was talking about. As we left the Dongers, and sadly the rain behind, he gave me a quick rundown. At fifteen, he'd started work as a jackaroo, and by eighteen he was head stockman at Dixie Station, west of Cooktown. He'd worked his way onto larger stations near Normanton, Winton and Windora. And by the age of twenty-five, he was managing 28,000 hectares at Banchory Station near Claremont for the Stanbrook Pastoral Company. Two years later, he was sent to Augustus Downs with the same company, then to Baloo Downs, a vast property of more than a million hectares carrying 20,000 head of cattle. I had no idea where any of these places were, and I hadn't given much thought to the possibility of people managing stations rather than owning them either. It sounded like Philip had been a rising star in one of the most iconic organisations in the Australian cattle industry. Even I'd heard of Stanbroke. Then he and Adele 
had left it all behind and struck out on their own. As Philip described some of the setbacks, disasters and challenges they'd faced since going it alone, I couldn't help thinking they might be regretting their decision. They weren't young. It sounded like they'd struggled to make ends meet, and their business was far from booming. My head spun with unfamiliar names and places. Then Philip was talking about hybrid vigour, pH levels, ticks and backgrounding, feedlots, grain-fed accreditation, and I was forced to confess my ignorance of all things related to cattle. Well, it's like this. I let the conversation unfold about the various merits of different breeds of cattle. Bosinkas, Bostorus. As the kilometres rolled past, trying desperately to remember if I'd told Adele I was a vegetarian. Then Philip let out a short bark of laughter.